Township to assist them with information in identifying the body of a 12-year-old boy found dead near a farm last week. Widespread violence has brought the town to a standstill in protest against service delivery and the death of the boy. Shops have been looted and schooling also been disrupted for the second day in a row. It's alleged uh, that the boy was allegedly killed by farmers. Our reporter Bafadile Morani is online. Uh, Bafadile, uh, are you still in uh, Colony? And if so, what's the situation there? Yes, I'm here. Good day to you and to your your listeners. The situation is really out of hand. It, it has turned ugly to the extent whereby now the police commissioner has came here in Colini to look into what exactly is happening. Um, earlier on when we arrived here, the police, uh, we found them retaliating with um, the protesting residents who were looting shops, banning tires, vandalizing shops, and also passing, passing cars with stones. Wow, it uh, sounds like a serious situation. A- any further information about uh, the, the murder of this 12-year-old boy? The residents here actually are complaining, saying that last week Thursday, a 12-year-old boy was found um, on, on, on a farm uh, in, the, in, the, in, in the area. And the white farmer uh, uh, who owns that particular farm took the matter to the police and reported the, the killing, actually report the fatality of this young boy and claiming that he doesn't know anything, he doesn't know what exactly happened to the boy. Now the residents are saying that particular white uh, farmer must be held accountable for the killing and uh, or the murder of this 12-year-old boy. And apart from this particular one, uh, service delivery issues, uh, presumably this has been uh, uh, sparked by a number of issues in the area. What else uh, are, are residents unhappy about? Um, just only about a few kilometers away from Kalini. It is the township of Bladerville in Luxembourg, the, the, the local municipality, and also Ikesen Township in Lamahiteng, under the very same uh, local municipality, which is Ikesen where community members are protesting for service delivery uh, provision. They are saying that for over nine years now, they have been uh, calling for the municipality to address the issue of water shortage as well uh, they wanted the proper road uh, infrastructure. Now they have took it to the street saying that the municipality is failing to come on board to negotiate with them on how to find the better or amicable solutions to actually uh, address that particular problem. Um, we have seen there in Itusen and also in Bridgeville uh, where residents were also retaliating with the police, banning um, a, a police in Yala uh, in presence of the police and even in presence of the police chopper, which was hovering above. Uh, and we have also seen them looting uh, various shops, the foreign national shops, and now the foreign nationals have also run away for their lives. We'll leave it there with uh, Bafadile Marani, our reporter who's out in Colony Well, they're protesting against uh, the murder of that 12-year-old uh, boy. And uh, we now uh, cross uh, to the northwest uh, Tsubota local municipality where our reporter Zeblon Mane is uh, monitoring the situation there. Zeblon, uh, what is happening where you are? What are the protests about there? Uh, thank you very much. Uh, right now, I'm I'm in uh, Bladerville near Luxembourg, but uh, earlier on, I was in Itusen uh, near Luxembourg as well. Uh, the situation there in Itusen is very calm. Uh, what I've what I've seen this morning is that um, 
people were busy minding their own business in the morning while others were uh, trying to to look for transport to go to work but uh, there were no signs of uh, learners going to school because they were told that uh, there will be no school uh, this week uh, basically what happened is that uh, last month uh, re- residents of uh, it submitted uh, their memorandum of demand uh, from um, to uh, so the local municipality as well as Ngakamudir Mulema and failing to get response to the two municipalities they also sent the same memorandum to uh, provincial government demanding that uh, they should uh, they should be provided with uh, uh, water and roads and ever since then they haven't there haven't been any uh, response to that memorandum then they escalated the matter to uh, office of the uh, presidency, so to say, and they uh, even at the office of the presidency, they haven't received uh, that uh, response from the office. And yesterday, they took to the streets demanding the government to respond to uh, their memorandum. And what I've seen is that uh, shops uh, belonging to foreign nationals uh, were looted, and the streets uh, again are still uh, barricaded with uh, uh, burning tires, uh, rocks, and other debris. Well, okay, so that was it. So saying, which, uh, as you said, uh, today seems to be fairly peaceful, but there's no school taking place. Clearly, they've come to an arrangement uh, about that. And uh, something that um, Bafadila remarked on uh, speaking about uh, Bladerville, uh, your description of the situation today in Bladerville? Uh, I, 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 I just came in Bladerville right now, but what I, what I can say is that I can see uh, a police nyala that was banned yesterday and the road leading to from Lexindek to Polini, uh, which is R five oh three is still barricaded with uh, rocks and the uh, Toyota garage uh, was pelted with stones yesterday but uh, they are not yet opened and there's a garage next to it which is still garage uh, which was uh, 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 broken yesterday uh, it is still uh, closed nothing is happening really um, but uh, the, the community here around here, when I talk to them, they are adamant that uh, their strike is not going to come to an end until uh, uh, the municipality, rather the government, uh, uh, demand, uh, rather answer to their demands. Because uh, here in Britain, they are saying that uh, since 1994, they haven't been provided with services uh, such as uh, your uh, running water and one other thing. They say that uh, they haven't got any... Uh, RDP houses. They only got 100 uh, RDP houses that was built in 1994. So since then, nothing has been done. And when it comes to the employment uh, from the municipality, municipality uh, of which is this of water, it's only focusing to other areas. The municipality doesn't take them to consideration. Now they are saying that uh, they want uh, the municipality to answer to some of the questions that they, they raised on their memorandum, while other questions were, were uh, directed to a provincial government. So, Blond Miner uh, out there in uh, Bladerville monitoring that situation for us. Uh, it's uh, ongoing around the country. Learning and teaching has also been disrupted at Moledani Village near Toyando in Limpopo after the discovery of the body of a 32-year-old man yesterday. Police say the body was uh, found without some of its body parts. Community members barricaded the streets and the main Toyando Louis Trechart Road with stones and burning tyres. Our reporter, Ruzani Chivasi, is uh, out that part of the world. Ruzani, good afternoon. Uh, situation uh, at the moment? Situation is tense here from Ruzani. Where I am now, I'm at a private, private residence where police are gathered 
guarding a house of a man that the committee suspected that he knows something about the murder of this 23-year-old. The roads are still barricaded with stones and burning tires, and the police had to use rubber bullets at one stage to disperse a crowd of angry people. They are alleging that it's not for the first time that a person disappeared and found murdered here in this village, and nothing has happened in terms of police investigations. They are also blaming the police for failure to conduct themselves adequately because on the day yesterday when the body was found, we are told the police were called, but they arrived two hours later and the, the police station here is about 10 kilometers away from this village. So they are worried that the conduct of the police is not up to scratch. They said on Saturday after they had spotted some blood on the, in the, uh, around the street, they called the police to come and search the nearby, uh, the nearby bush. Police arrived, but they said they cannot go, uh, uh, they cannot enter the bush because it was still too wet, it was raining. So they said uh, that's the reason why they are barricading the, the roads and they are blaming the police in all these uh, uh, problems because of failure to investigate thoroughly. Uh, Rizani, is anything further known about uh, the victim and uh, the sort of uh, hours preceding um, his possible death? We learned that the deceased on Saturday evening was seen around the tavern here, the local liquor tavern, drinking with friends. And uh, that was the last time the committee saw him. Then the following day, they, 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 he didn't uh, go home. But the following day, they, they started searching for him after the family raised an alarm an alarm to say he has not been seen. But uh, not far from his house, they, in the street, they spotted some blood. That's why they started to suspect that he might have been killed. They started combing the area searching for him until um, yesterday morning when he was found in, uh, uh, at the local playground being dumped there without, uh, some, some, without ears, nose, and, and, and lips. Uh, those are some of the missing body parts that they put, even the police confirmed that uh, the body was found without those parts. We'll uh, also leave it with Ruzani Chivasi out in uh, Moledane there in Toyando. So uh, suspicions of uh, ritual murder in that case with uh, protests by the local community against that one. And as you heard, uh, against uh, the lack of uh, swift police action after the discovery of the body. We head now to the south of uh, Johannesburg where um, protests erupted in Lanasia over the illegal invasion of uh, land. Our reporter, Pearl Magabani, headed out to uh, Lanasia. Uh, Pearl, good afternoon. I understand uh, there were some quite violent scenes uh, earlier. What do you know? Well, earlier on, residents here, well, they actually find town residents, which is directly next to Lanasia South. They barricaded the main road with bricks and burning tires, and police had to use rubber bullets to disperse them. They have since been protesting peacefully on the side of the road, but there is a small group of them that are trying to make their way onto Golden Highway, and uh, police are just rushing there as we speak. They want to. They feel that if they move to Golden Highway, then the protest will have more, uh, more impact because that is the one main route in the south that connects Lanasia and it moves to other areas like Loli and Enadale. So they want to block that road so that those main uh, motorists won't make it in the road. Probably, like, they would, somebody would listen to them because there hasn't been an official to address them, so they feel they need to uh, 
exercise and make more impact by moving to the main road. And what is it they're protesting against? I understand uh, that uh, this is the surrounding illegal land invasions. Yes, well, here in Sion Town, it's like informal settlements, and uh, what they want is just a piece of land right next to the nature south. They say that the stands that were supposed to be made available to them, but one of the uh, uh, committee members who works with the councillors and other people is alleged to have taken bribes and sold the stands to people in Orange Farm and as far as Soweto. They say that they have been on the waiting list. They did submit all their IDs and everything, and they were promised these stands so that they can move out of the checks and build proper houses for their families. But there seems to be some corruption, and they feel that they won't be uh, getting those houses. On the other hand, uh, we have some Malaysia residents who are website who are saying that they don't want these uh, fine town residents to occupy the land. Well, one of the people we spoke to on the site said that it will devalue um, their properties, but we had to go get the side of the, all the residents on the other end. But as far as things stand, they feel that they are not given any priority in terms of service delivery because there's no running water, there are no toilets, there are no schools. There's only one small clinic that they have to go to, but they feel that it's not enough and they need more. Paul Magabani, our reporter down in Indonesia, south of Johan.